WSUM thanks you for listening to student-supported community radio at 91.7 FM in Madison, Wisconsin, or online all over the world at wsum.org, innovative radio for independent minds. the fabulous WSUM Madison Studios, it's Do It Live, hosted by the Do It Geeks. This week's topic is the new Digital Media Center, a new location for the creation, demonstration, and exploration of audio-video information. Joining us in the studio, Facility Coordinator at the Digital Media Center, Josh Harder, along with our regular geeks, Teresa Saldana and Andy Muschlewski. And now, broadcasting live and local on 91.7 FM and streaming worldwide on WSUM.org, please help me welcome my co-host, Ty Christian. Hey, hey, hey out there in Radio Land. It's Do It Live, the most connected radio show on the planet. Coming at you live today from 91.7 FM, Madison WSUM, the snake on the lake. And of course, we're going to talk tech for this hour. Talking about everything in technology news and beeps and boops and every sort of thing you could need for technology. Check us out online, doit.wist.edu forward slash radio. Uh, you can contact us. There's so many ways to contact us there. There are a, a bajillion ways. Teresa, how many ways? I think it's 18. Can you count the ways? No. No. 18 <laughs> is a number that will never be counted. So, yes, uh, contact us there. If you want to give us a call, call us at 2... Uh, sorry, this is 2. <laughs> at 608... <laughs> I was looking at the non-area uh, code part. 608 265 That's 608 WSUM. You can email us, of course, radio at uh, radio at do it. That was studied to you, uh, and we've got uh, chat and Skype and Facebook. And, oh, so so many different ways for you to get in contact with us. So as always, uh, we've got uh, the wonderfully talented and amazing and and uh, uh, auburn hair Teresa Saldana. <laughs> My, ha- my hair's auburn. Is well, it? you know, that's is it a, auburn? I it's not really. I don't auburn, think I guess, so. Now you're getting skeptical what, I mean, looks around the room. Is there a is there a good? There's not really a good way to say like brunette, brunette haired. That's not a. That, is that a, you know? Because auburn hair sounds pretty cool, but brunette hair. I think auburn's a reddish brown. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. have that. Oh well, is it? Can you think of a good? Are hair, we supposed to be talking tech? Your hair, your, <laughs> your hair look good. So anyway. Anyway. <laughs> and of course, uh, uh, and with us here, one of the, the newer geeks, uh, Andy Mushlevsky, whose last name is very fun to pronounce. Yes. <laughs> Even more fun to spell. Yeah. Oh, my right. gosh. It, it, oh. It's got that F sound in there, but there's no F in it. There's an F, no F, but the F. That's, I'm, I'm confused. I have no Easy. idea what. <laughs> and well, today we're going to talk uh, a little bit later in the show about the brand new Digital Media Center and joining us from the brand new Digital Media Center and possibly the old Digital Media Center from the past, so it should make him a time traveler. Whoa. Uh, I'm in transition. <laughs> it's Josh Harder. <laughs> I'm in the nexus. So oh, man. Friend of the show. Always great to have on. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And Glad to be here. <laughs> and uh, um, 
without further ado, I think probably the first thing we should do is get to the news uh, because there's a bunch of fun news for us to talk about. There so is a bunch of fun news. Hand it over to Teresa Saldana. Now, are we allowed to interrupt? Interrupt? <laughs> Teresa Saldana with the news. The news. I'd like to point out this is the news for December 1st. It is now December. Yeah. Hey. Not to freak out the undergrads, but finals, they're coming. Adia. Hey, do you remember? Adia. Your finals are in December. <laughs> yeah. So they are coming faster than you think. So get those books that you haven't read all semester <laughs> and start on. studying. Come on, kids. Come on. <laughs> so anyway, some exciting news to start off Very our exciting. show. Mm-hmm. That Chrome, the web browser, has now surpassed Firefox. What? I'm not kidding. Oh, that's Yay. Oh, the fight shall begin. I it's saw wrong. that this morning. Yeah, yeah. They just inched by them. They apparently passed oh them in gosh. the UK a couple months ago, back in July. But now now it's spreading. That's amazing. See, I'm, I'm a Firefox dude. And I, you know. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Really? But, 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 uh. but, 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 I have used Chrome. And I don't mind Chrome. I think Chrome's fine. But, you know, Firefox is just kind of more my bag, you know? I recently converted, actually, Did from you? Firefox to Chrome about a mm, month and a half ago. Oh. Yeah. And how was it? Was it, was it painful? No. No? No. Yeah, they have a really good development community. Um, all the add-ins are still there. They're usually, like, the Chrome version of the Firefox add-on. Oh, you know, that I see. That kind of thing. So, okay, so as I, I'm a person who, who loves my Firefox, and as a person who loves my Firefox... Uh, since you guys are converts over to the Chrome, right? Teresa, mm-hmm. you are as well. I converted from Safari. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've sorry. been saved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. But, um, you know, as someone who's still in, in, in Firefox mode, can you, can you give me a pitch for why I should use Chrome? Some of the, some of the things it's maybe... Fast. I think it's fast. Um, it's it, fast. It doesn't have to run updates every three days. Oh, oh, here you go. You don't have to restart every time you install an add-on, which, oh. I don't know, if you're setting up a new system, it's a pain. Yeah, I guess so. And Firefox takes so long to launch. Does it? Mine, mine compared to Chrome? On the Mac, it does take a long time to launch, actually, compared to a PC. Oh. Uh-oh. No. Oh, oh, don't don't even don't even go it's there. Mac versus no, no. PC. Oh, don't even do that. No, don't no, do that. No, no. Bam, bam, bam. But you know what? Chrome is just superior on all, all the platforms, so that it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, well, obviously, Chrome is, uh, is superior. Well, obviously. It's the best. And, um, you know, I, I think that um, if you don't use it... Oh, no! We're all doomed. We're all doomed. So That's know. right. So if you want to be like the cool kids, start using Chrome. All Firefox s- is yesterday. All I can so say, yesterday. All I can say is at least I'm not using Internet Explorer. That's true, though. You know, apparently, Internet that. Explorer still has 50% of the worldwide market share. Teresa has this wonderful cartoon near her desk at work that is, um, uh, it's... Oh yeah, oh. the little kids. Okay, so it's it's um, it's this kid who who's got a he's got the the Chrome logo on his shirt, and he's saying and he's yelling Chrome, and then he's got his arms around the neck of another little kid who's got the fire uh, the Firefox logo on his shirt, and he's yelling Firefox, and then over in the corner there's this little kid with a helmet on that's got the that's got the Internet Explorer symbol on his helmet, and he's eating glue. I think it's great <laughs> that Internet Explorer is eating glue while the other two are duking it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think yeah. it's one of the best representations of the current browser wars right now. Definitely, definitely. But I will say, if you are using Internet Explorer at home... Stop. And it's the, well, <laughs> stop. Oh, just stop. But what I would recommend is certainly get another browser at least to supplement your browser because, it, let's say, 
Internet Explorer keeps crashing, you run into some kind of error, then you have another browser to use in the event it doesn't work right. Mm -hmm. I am always slightly frightened when I jump on the system and there's only IE on there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. you're, you're just wondering, like, who's running this thing? Security vulnerabilities, too, usually. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. So, what's next in the news? Well, um, one thing I, I wanted to share is I'm so excited about it. Oh my God, and I'm it's so the it's it's the uh, the clip I was telling you about earlier. Oh. So Robin Williams was on Ellen's show. I think it's just called Ellen. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's now just called Ellen. Yeah, sorry, daytime TV. I don't know. It escapes me. So mm -hmm. he was on her show and he was talking about Siri and he does a uh, fabulous impression mm -hmm. of Siri. Now for, I, for I everyone out there who doesn't know, Siri is the built-in assistant for new for Apple's new uh, iOS. So uh, only for the iPhone 4S, not for the other iPhones. Correct. They pulled correct. Siri from the other. So phones. I do have I have Siri and um, and and I can think Siri I, say hello to us? I think I'll, I'll I'll try to get Siri on the line here. Let me let me pull up the iPhone. I think this can go through the input. Let's try it here. Hello, Siri. Siri I says hi back. <laughs> Siri says Siri. Let's try that. Um, you can also say funny things like uh, I need to hide a body. What kind of place are you looking for? Reservoirs, metal foundries, swamps, mines, or dumps? <laughs> Sorry, she's so quiet, but if yeah. you didn't hear that, Siri was suggesting places to hide to the body. To hide the body, yeah. Siri, see, awesome. she's uh, very user-friendly. Yes. So. <laughs> for so, all kinds of users. For all kinds of And uses. all their special so, needs. So Robin Williams does a Siri impression. And I think we, I actually think we've got this uh, here on the it's computer. It's about a minute long, but it's, it's fantastic. So here we go. Let's talk about this new technology that uh, you're very into. I'm just kind of uh, gaining, uh, uh, not not interest. I'm interested in it, but I, I kind of am slow to the new to, future. To Welcome future. to part two. Yeah. <laughs> Siri, name a wonderful restaurant. I'm sorry, Robin. Where are you right now? Like that is that is a, an app on the iPhone, right? It's the app on the iPhone 4S. It's the one that they sell it. I, I tried to use it in France, and it was like, Siri, name me a fine French restaurant. Robin, I can't find restaurants in France. At that point, I give up. Okay. I wish it had a French accent and called it sorry. What do you do? What do you care? I don't know. <laughs> You're in France. Walk outside. Walk down a block. Look around, you idiot. <laughs> what are you, stupid? <laughs> iPhone. What are you? Oh, look at you. Oh, your iPod and your new iWife. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> talk, look around. Why must you ask a phone? Live your life. <laughs> Taking pictures with your phone. Look, look, and then paint. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so I, I couldn't stop laughing when I watched that. I just that, laughed out loud. Just... That, <laughs> That's really funny. It does make a good point that you know I see people at 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 uh, concerts all the time just mm -hmm. filming the whole thing, like holding up their phone and filming yeah. the yeah. whole. Like I can understand if you want to film maybe like a thirty or forty second clip to show your friends, like oh look uh -huh. what he does at this point. But right, this dude's right. like filming a whole concert. Yeah, you're at the concert. How can you enjoy that? Not to be a tech curmudgeon, but I've actually had to ask people to to bring down their cameras and stuff because I'm trying to watch the show. Yeah. Because they get yeah. in the way. But and then they're like, you don't know we're, we're you don't know you don't understand, grandpa. And this my, is about social media. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite is when they do the video and uh -huh. then they bring it down and they show it to their friends while they're still at the concert. Oh my god, like, I've never oh. seen you that. That's seen that? terrible. All the time. Oh my Look god. at this video I just got. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I, I was right I saw it. I was standing next to to you. But 
And in uh. fact, it's, you know, I was watching it live, and you actually missed it because you were watching it on your phone <laughs> while you were recording it. <laughs> uh, <sighs> they're gonna they're gonna play this back like twenty five years later and be like, Grandpa just didn't understand. He doesn't <laughs> he doesn't get it, man. Everything's online you don't now. Watch anything through your real eyes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's got to be filtered. <laughs> So to transition right. and talk about what the kids are doing and being online, we're going to talk about Facebook for a little bit. Oh, Facebook. Uh, okay. The Facebook. You know you can type out a status message and you can be typing for a while and then yep. you can try to hit save and it said, nope, that's too much stuff. Well, Uh-oh. apparently what I didn't notice because I don't try to max out Facebook's limit, it first went up from 500 characters to 5,000 and now it's at 60,000 characters. Whoa. So uh, one could write a book yes. in there. In their status message. This has got to stop somewhere. A line must be drawn here. So 60,000, that's, that's, that's the final. <laughs> I know, isn't that crazy? Can you, can you, and, it, and it always abbreviates after you get past like 200 characters, mm-hmm. then you have to click on the little it's link like, that says read more. more. more yeah. I, right. I, would, I, would, I would be just shocked if someone used all 60,000 characters. Can you imagine hitting read more and then having like five <laughs> pages of text appear? Ah, <laughs> oh, ah, oh, TLDR, TLDR. Wow. Oh, jeez. I don't know. When it, when you get that many characters, does it would it actually attempt to load the whole thing? Or would it still load it in chunks? That's and you a have great to question. Clicking read more, well, read more. You know, we're 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 gonna be having uh the um uh the do it live uh, uh radio uh, shows uh mm-hmm. transcripted pretty soon. <laughs> so we are? yeah, we are, yeah. So oh. we're working on that. Oh neat. So for people that can't listen in, they can read it later and, and look at all the really funny things that we said. I mean, we that means they can quote us too. They can quote uh, us. Oh, you know. there you go. You can oh just my. put it in one Facebook post. Right, every right. Week. <laughs> hey, did you miss the show? Vroom. Wow. There's the whole show. See, see, that's why Facebook needs achievements like in video games. You reach the end of a 60,000 word post. My God. 60,000 yes. character post. I think I'll just hide that from my newsfeed. <laughs> wouldn't Wouldn't your account log out at that point if you're typing 60,000 characters and you finally get to the end and you hit save and it'll it, say, you're logging, timed out. Please log in again. Oh my god! <laughs> yep. I can just imagine somebody writing a big old rant. And so this, like, is like yeah. the, this is like the this is like the anti Twitter. You know, uh-huh. 140 character limit. No, 140 thousand character max. Yeah, yeah. So I, I always have I always I always have trouble on Twitter because I want to like do a little more, and it's just not enough. You know, and I and I, I I'm one of those old curmudgeons that just hates abbreviating things. Like oh. A R E turns into R, and Y O U turns into U. Just I like the ones like the word hate. They will put H eight T. But wait, T no, is no, you they don't, don't even need. T. No, they just H8. put H eight. See, that's how out of touch H8. I am with this. Yeah. But they just put H eight. <laughs> don't be don't be a hate R. Yeah, oh. don't be a hate R. <laughs> Come on. Oh no, it's uh. spreading. Don't be it. Hate R. Well, uh, speaking of something cool that I actually saw for Facebook, two uh-huh. things. Um, the first one is uh, Walmart launches launches this thing called Shoppy Cat, which you can use. Did you say Shoppy Cat? Shoppy Shop yeah. Shoppy Cat. Yes, Shop yeah. Y Cat. Yes, Shoppy Cat. Apparently, now the radio oh, stations oh, I get it. cats. I get it like Copycat. Shoppy Cat. But it's a Shoppy Cat. Yeah. So what it does <laughs> is it can it How looks ingenious. at the activity. In, in your wall, like what your friends are posting about or what they're interested in. And then it suggests gifts to you to buy for them for Christmas. And it's not just limited to Walmart. Even though Walmart put out the app, they'll actually link to external stores if they don't sell it. Hmm. Huh. And they, they said it's really smart. If you put a post, if one of your friends posts and says, I hate Twilight, it's not going to suggest you buy the Twilight DVDs for them. Oh. It understands that your friend doesn't like face doesn't like Twilight. <laughs> or if your friend posts about 
something random. I don't know. You want to pick something like the Beatles, but uh-huh. they only post about it one time. It's not going to suggest the deluxe edition of a particular CD. Maybe it'll only suggest the standard edition. Or like best if, of. Right. But yeah. if they post about the Beatles every other day, they may suggest the deluxe version. But does it understand like ironic hipster speak? I wonder Ooh, if... Ooh, I don't know about that. I, I might be asking no, a little too no. much. Also like... You emo, have to go to Pitchfork for that. Sorry. <laughs> also, I mean, if, if emo kids keep posting like help, I need somebody, help anybody over and over, they might say, hey, you like the Beatles. Quite possibly. Hey, you know, <laughs> nobody got that. <laughs> <laughs> nobody got that one. I'm so sorry. <sighs> so I think that'd be cool for Christmas shopping. Yeah, install yeah. that. If so, if you really don't know what to get someone, it, it get Shopee Cat. It sounds a lot smarter than what Amazon.com does because I think that's been the standard, right? You see mm-hmm. the suggestions on there. It sounds mm-hmm. better, but yeah, they think this is this is Walmart's response to Amazon to try to drive more traffic to their site, and then even though they're they um, link to external sites, likely Walmart is watching what it's suggesting. <laughs> Walmart is watching. Yeah, the, okay. Walmart is watching you. Keep that in mind. Oh, boy. Um, and then maybe that'll change what Walmart makes available on their own site so that they can better meet the needs of online shoppers. Well, another thing, you know, another app that I can recommend for people that are out doing holiday shopping is, I, you know, because I just got my new iPhone and I'm all like, ah, it's so cool. But um, one of the, you know, this is probably old hat by now, but having a barcode scanner, there's a scanner uh, program I bought for around 99 cents or something like that. And, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you can, you can hold it up to a barcode, any barcode code at all. It'll mm-hmm. scan it and it'll look, it'll, it'll do like a, a lookup of like the top 40, you know, aggregate sites of, of buying. So like uh, mm-hmm. Newegg and Amazon and Walmart and Target and blah, 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 blah. Sure. And it will try to find the best price. And mm-hmm. so that you'll instantly know, hey, am I be- how much am I being overcharged for this by buying it at, at the store versus mm-hmm. buying it online? So. That is pretty awesome. Like I, bu- I bought an OtterBox for, uh, um, for my iPhone uh, and it was like, oh, geez, it was like $45 at Best Buy. And mm-hmm. yeah, I barcode scanned it. It was like nineteen in, on Amazon. I'm like, no, I needed it that day though. So. Well, yeah, and I mean that's you know being in stores. <sighs> if you if you really need something right now, you still can't mm-hmm. get around that. But if you if you do have the ability to wait a little bit, you mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. scan like you said. Also, scan like all to, the things. I'd like to mention ThinkGeek is a great place to get oh yes get uh, gifts. So if you have a geek in your life and you don't know what to get them, go to Think Geek's website. Mm-hmm. Please check them out. They are awesome. Just about anything is cool on there. Yes. And can I can I heartily recommend the um, the LED? Um, this is, could be anything. If, uh, like, <laughs> the LED. Oh, he's going to say this. And it's like forty things. Uh, uh, there's a, an LED thing that connects to your faucets. Uh, and it's oh. it's this little little cylinder and it connects to the faucets. Yeah. And when you turn the water on, it just it it, it turns the um turns the bowl like blue, really bright, like futuristic Tron yeah, blue. Yeah, I've seen it. You know. Yeah. And then there's some uh, versions of it that you can attach to your shower head that change the LEDs slowly change from blue to red as the water gets hotter. No. Uh-huh. Showers. Wow. Yep. That is cool. Yeah, and it's like it's cheap. It's like. It's like ten bucks. You so know. my shower will tell me when it's scalding me. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, very nice. Or at least it'll try to. I don't know. It but feels like yeah. burning. Oh wait, no, it doesn't look like burning. It doesn't look uh, like burning. Okay. Is it good Tron or evil Tron? No, it's evil Tron. It's time to jump in the shower. Ty, what happens when it turns green? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Beep boop. Does and another thing that I saw that was cool related to LEDs on their website is uh, candles. But the cool thing about them is uh-huh. it, so basically it's a it's a 
it it's wax, but the LED lights in the middle like it would be for a candle. Mm-hmm. But you can blow on it to turn it on or off. Ah. You just go and it'll it'll turn off. That's turn awesome. On. I don't know how that works, but it's too cool. <laughs> I ho- hope you don't have like a fan in the vicinity because you know an oscillating fan because it just keeps turning on and off and on and off. And that would be interesting if you had a line of them and yeah. the fan just would, <laughs> and they all turned off and then and they all turned back. Yeah, on. Josh, can you think of uh, uh, your favorite tech gift from the last couple years? Oh, wow, on the spot. Okay, um, let's see here. Tech gift, my favorite one. Um, a, a friend of mine actually got me a little Dell netbook. Oh. Um, it was on super sale, and I absolutely love that thing. I, I'm I'm not to start a huge debate or anything, mm-hmm. but I'm uh, not really into tablets, but I sure. find netbooks to fit the nice little... Uh, Wait, who is this friend? Can I be friends with this friend? <laughs> I want <Yeah>. a netbook. <laughs> yeah. I'm not into tablets either, so that's, you know... More power to you. Yeah, <laughs> fight the power, fight the iPads. Yeah. yeah, if they had hand, if I could do handwriting on an iPad with a with like a pencil. <laughs> See, you just need like the old school palm with graffiti text recognition. Or uh, or what is it, the Newton? You yeah, know, there you the go, the Newton. 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 I need a Newton. You need a, a three Newton. pound brick with a, with a two inch screen. Hey, you could definitely defend yourself with it. Yeah, yeah I, I could. That would be. be <laughs> iPad would just you know not do anything. Doubles as a battling ram. So. Yes. <laughs> so, Teresa, we have any more uh, tech news for today? Well, actually, Andy had some stuff that he wanted to bring Andy. up that I thought yeah, was so very important. Some interesting security-based news that's come out. Um, saw an article yesterday about uh, Carrier IQ, which is um, the researcher that found this uh, running on his HTC Android phone um, is describing it as a rootkit, and basically even when he was not connected to any network, it was logging every keystroke and everything that he was doing on his phone. Whoa. And the big worry here is that nobody really knew this was on any of yep. these phones. Um, and so potential is, is that it's breaking federal wiretapping laws and other things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so definitely a, a scary thing that, you know, and obviously there's been other reports about iPhones tracking similar things, but this is, mm-hmm. uh, it's a little more in depth, isn't it? Cause it's tracking everything. Yeah. Keystrokes. Every keystrokes and, um, and that's a huge security risk. Cause if they're tracking keystrokes, that means they could be right. And possibly inc- getting passwords in, too. In, in, right. Including things transmitted securely. So, hmm. oh, wow. Jeez. Um, that's no good. Hmm. So there's, um, I, I thought I saw a link online, something about how to figure out if your phone has this on it. Yep. Right, yeah. So there is information. Um, if, you, if you've if you rooted your phone, it shouldn't be on there okay. as well. <laughs> but it's not something that is coming um, as an update or when you... It's not something that's being uploaded when you download an app or something like that. It's on your phones from the manufacturer. So in regards to this root kit, your phone is actually more secure if it's rooted. Yeah. Yeah. That's that just an in, interesting in, twist in that on one aspect. <laughs> well, of yeah, it so one aspect. <laughs> if you've illegally rooted your phone, then uh, yes, that's much you know hmm. intriguing. I guess that's not really illegal. It's just kind of violating a contract. Yeah, my my yeah, boss pointed that out to me. He said that it it's not illegal, just voids the warranty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So you can't get any service from your provider then. Yeah. True. As far as, uh, yeah. Tech support, but so I'm I'm looking this up here. It says the original report has shown that Carrier IQ has been discovered on HTC and Samsung devices, and that Carrier IQ counts Sprint among their domestic carrier clients. Uh, AT and T also appears appears to use Carrier IQ on their devices. 
a member of the XDA dev forums called AT&T and was told that Carrier IQ is indeed preloaded on the HTC Vivid. Hmm. So, so I didn't hear anything about iPhones in there. Verizon, Vodafone, and O2 have all denied that they use Carrier IQ on their devices. So if you've got a Verizon device, perhaps you are safer. Maybe. Maybe. Or are you? Or are you? In a land of And then the big question <laughs> is is whether it's legal for them to do that or not. Actually the carrier cell phone carriers can listen to every phone call mm-hmm. because if they are checking their network for problems. Mm-hmm. So You're they right. can monitor anything there, but the potential problem here is that it's not the carriers that are putting these on the phone, but it's the manufacturers of the phone. So mm. Yeah. So that's not not exactly they're not necessarily protected. Hmm. Well, everyone, check your phones. Make sure that uh, you're not getting, you know. Yes, please do a followed. Google search about Carrier IQ and yeah. figure out if your phone has it and if it does, how to get rid of it. Yep. And if you go to uh, the Reddit text section, pretty much the entire text section today on Reddit is everything about Carrier IQ, anything that you need to know. Yeah. So that's so reddit.com, R E D D I T dot com. Slash R slash technology. Or just click on technology. So, yes, if you've never been to Reddit p- before, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, and you I need think to on, on a lot of tech news websites today, it's like yep. the first articles. Yep, Ars definitely. Technica, TechCrunch, we're seeing, we're seeing it everywhere. So, yeah, be, be aware, people. So, all right, well, we're going to take a quick break, uh, and we will be right back with, uh, with more from Josh and the DMC. We're going to talk all about their brand new location, all about everything that's going on there. Uh, if you'd like to get in contact, us, contact with us, please give us a call at uh, 608-AOKWSUM. That's 608-265-9786. Uh, email us, radio at duet.wisteady.du. And, of course, check out the podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast, iTunes.com. Or, no, it's just open up iTunes. I guess you can do iTunes.com. But open up your iTunes program, search for Do It, go to the podcast section, and hit subscribe and do it. Uh, because, you know, do it. So anyway, we will be right back here with a little bit more. Do it live right after this.
crowded city street, the sun glares off his bald head. He takes one last sip of his coffee as the wind blows his scarf over his shoulder. The man drops his empty coffee cup to the ground. A woman rolls down her car window at a red light. She smiles faintly as the spring breeze brushes against her face. Taking the last bite of her junior bacon cheeseburger, she crumples up the wrapper and lets it fall to the ground. Moments later, the sun begins to set, and small furry faces poke out of manholes and sewer grates. The dirty sewer rats scour our city in search of food, in search of waste. They thrive on the litter. They survive. They live. Don't litter. And we're back with more Do It Live on WSVM 91.7 FM, Madison, Wisconsin. And today we're talking about the Digital Media Center. And in here we've got uh, Josh Harder from the Digital Media Center. Ah, most definitely. Where do I even begin? I mean, you've got, you've got, it's new. Uh, it's it, brand new. It's brand new. Because we've talked to you before about the Digital Media Center. Yes, yes. And, and that was, well, boy, did we have some fun last time. But well, we've been in our current location for about 12 years 12 now. 12 years. Yes. Wow. So this will be brand spanking new. And it's, uh, everything's pretty much 2X. We have a, for people who've been there before, um, or for people who haven't been there before, we have kind of a design lab, as uh-huh. we call it, where you just basically collaborate with a bunch of our consultants on video editing, website design. Well, that's going to be twice the size, and we're going to have some more consultants on the floor to help you out. Nice. Um, we also have a classroom space that could be used for any kind of uh, university-related activity, mm-hmm. uh, free of charge. And that's also going to be twice the size with like a divider wall going down the middle, and we're going to have a bunch of rooms. We have a recording booth. A recording booth? (gasps) Like, are you talking talking audio and video? Um, Or just audio? Right now, we're talking it's completely empty. We have to outfit it. But um, it's a a room that's being set aside for recording. Hey, um, you've got AV nerds salivating. You know, if, 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 uh, I mean, you probably have thought about this, but, you know, if you haven't thought about it yet, maybe like uh, green paint. Maybe, green paint, green paint. You know? we, we need to Bright get some green? of the soundproof Bright. too. Oh, I see, I see. Well, well, it's actually know, built green into screen the walls. It. Oh, yeah. okay. oh, there you go. Green yeah. screen. But you could always just buy one too. I yeah, mean, that's true. And just hang it up when you need it. <laughs> yeah, but green screens are expensive. Just I mean, green paint. Green paint is Are not you implying they don't they don't have money to... N- that's not what I'm implying, no. <laughs> but I'm implying, hey, as a person who, who made his own green screen, uh, having like a real green screen, nah, you know, like, I mean, I was looking at prices. It's cheaper just to go to Walmart and buy some, you know, green sheets. Green sheets. Oh, sure. So, That's you know, true. before we go anything f- anywhere anywhere further, we should probably uh, uh, disclaim everything that we're about to say, mm-hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> just just in case, because we live uh, in in the world of lit- litigery or litigiousness. And we're going to be transcribed soon. And we're going to be transcribed so people can be like, you know, Ty Christian said for the record. So, the opinions expressed on this show do not reflect the views of WSUM. University of Wisconsin-Madison, or its Board of Regents. And we should also probably disclaim the Digital Media Center, Josh, is for whom? 
Uh, it is for faculty, faculty, staff, and graduate students, but um, one of our new features we're going to have in our new space is the classroom area where we have 30 stations. Mm -hmm. In between classes, it will be open for undergraduates to use it. Oh, that's new. Oh, yes, wow. that is new. And so we have things like Final Cut Pro on each one of our stations. <gasps> we're going to have Final Cut Pro X on there if you lean that way. Uh. Some people don't. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but then also, uh, we also have a bunch of unique software on there that you don't find everywhere around campus. So mm -hmm. on, on our end, some of the biomolecular imaging software that a lot of those undergrads over there need to use. Wow. And so this will be a lab where they can come in and use it in between classes that are going on. That is really That's awesome. cool. I, I, yeah, we just want to make sure that we make a, a good connection with the undergrad community since we're not um, connected with them as much. But uh, this is a good, easy, efficient way to get them in there and get them access to the software they need to use for their courses. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so what else? What else is new about the DMC, or what else do you have uh, oh, in the, in see. the works in the plans? Well, did we really discuss well, where exactly? I was going to say, uh, you know, kind of should would be the location. Should yeah. Say that. So. It will be in the biochemistry uh, remodel, which for all of those on campus, you know, it's the building that's been under construction for quite some time now. The that's building over on, on like Henry Mall, isn't it? Yep. It's 420 Henry Mall, and it's um, basically across the street from our current location. So it's Henry Mall and University, and um, we're going to be on the first floor, and we have windows. So you're actually going to be able to see where oh, we're at. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, yep. that's cool. Because, uh, you know, in your current location, I always had trouble, like, when I, I went in so infrequently, I went into the, the elevators. I'm like, is it third floor or fourth floor? Oh, and then, or oh. what is that third R floor? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you went on the, yeah, the other elevator. The other side, oh. because it's a split level coming from yeah. the one side of the building to the other. But yeah, you, you so you're in that new building that they yes. managed to build between all the other buildings and have like five feet of space. Is that the building? No, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. But you've seen that, right? I've seen yeah, it. The yeah, tower. It's it looks crazy. like a tower. The tower. Yes. So you're not in there. Okay, so We're I had the tower. Problem. We're in the brick building. You know, there's two brick buildings. Uh, there's uh, one up is Ag agricultural journalism and mm -hmm. then the one we're in is 420 Henry Mall. So you're the one on the corner. Yep, right on the corner. Oh, okay, that building. And okay, our, cool. our new room number is going to be B1131. So that's where you're going to be able to come in and have some fun. And let's see here. We're closing down on Friday, December 16th at 5 p.m. And then we're going to be closed for an entire week uh, so that we can do all the moving and get everything situated. And for our clients, if they're actually listening, <laughs> um, that's just going to count as a long weekend for equipment checkout. So basically, you'll be able to check out stuff on Friday and have it for about two weeks. That is awesome. <laughs> hmm. Ooh. Teresa and I are like, you know, like, <laughs> what, can you check out? what, what can... do I need over that period of time? <laughs> I need some. But I guess it does you a favor if you don't have to move that exactly. stuff. If it's exactly. gone, that's good. So did you hear that, Ty? <laughs> I. I heard that so loud and clear. Doing you a favor if <laughs> exactly, we came and took exactly. all your stuff for university-related purposes. Obviously, absolutely, obviously, obviously. Hey, we're, I mean, we do audio stuff. We're doing we it do. right now. We do. We do this a lot of audio. We do a lot of video. That kind of stuff. You know Teresa what? We does could, a lot of video. You know, we could record some new stuff for the um, for the show in the next semester. Actually, during that hey, time, so hey, we could borrow yes. some of their stuff. Brainstorming right on the air. But right if you here. guys are going to have a recording <laughs> room, we could even use that as a 
I don't know, another studio or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, It'd be I'm definitely awesome. looking for input on the recording booth to, uh, you know, outfit it with things that we need to outfit it with. So. Yeah, ties all so, over that. So you know, Teresa and I, and, and and possibly Andy. I don't know, Andy, if you're if you're salivating as much as we are here, but um, uh, you know, with the new space, are you going <laughs> to tell he's got a beard? So oh, you oh. know, that catches all the drool. <laughs> <laughs> the drool catcher. That's <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, you know, with the new space, do you have any any new equipment coming in? Anything that you're going to upgrade? Well, uh, we're we're always uh, keeping an eye on uh, trends and technology. So, of course, we'll probably get a few more Mac, Mac Pros, the towers. Um, well, except they're not new because Apple hasn't released any new ones lately. Oh, but. that means they're... You know what that sounds well, like. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like they're going away. Yeah, yeah. That's so snatch them up while you can. That was one of my, rumor. you know, that was one of my friend's uh, <coughs> lamentations, we shall say, because he was a he was he's a Mac guy, and, but he loved the tower. You know, oh, he always yeah, loved know having the Mac about. Pro. Uh, yeah, you know exactly <laughs> who I'm talking about. Um, because you know you could use it for five or six years, and you know for for most things. I mean, he didn't do any crazy video editing or anything yeah. like that. But he could upgrade it, and it could be upgraded. That's yeah. another thing. But, um, you know, nowadays, you just can't do that without going. And he ended up switching over to PC. I was devastated by that rumor. I just, you know, we run all Mac Pros. We run them uh, a little bit more powerful than most places because people are doing video editing and all that stuff. Like our, our average system has 20 gigs of RAM and quad-core uh, processors. What? 20 and gigs of RAM? Wow. Yeah, I, it just because most people are running Final Cut Pro day in, day out. And so we just want to make sure we have a powerful station for our, our clients. And, wow. And yeah, and that's how a lot of people use us. They'll just, instead of being stuck on their desktop PC or, or their Mac mini or other underpowered Mac, which mm-hmm. I hope that's not what we're all limited to, uh, they can come into us and then use the more powerful stations. So theoretically, let's just say for the sake of argument, if uh, if Mac announced, you know, in the next uh, two weeks that they're going to go away with the Mac Pros forever, Ugh. what would you do? I mean, would you switch over to PC? Uh, well, it's so hard because so right now we, we're able to offer, you know, Windows and OS ten yeah. for anybody that comes in the, through the door. Because you can dual boot it, right? Exactly, because yeah. we dual boot. And, I, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> what do you do, Hackintosh then? But the Hackintosh, ooh, that's a no-no. Yeah, you're not. No. Sub- that would be like, you're not even supposed to do that. No, Remember folks aren't. on campus, Hackintosh is not allowed. Yeah. That's why we I should. said Hackintosh is a no-no. We should probably <laughs> say what a Hackintosh is for those people out there who yeah, don't know. Just when your Mac just goes, ugh. <laughs> 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 got a cold. Yep. Just like me last week or two weeks ago. But no, Hackintosh is when you make a... So the big thing with Macs is that, you know, with PCs, you can make your own PC fairly easily. Um, or or I should say not easily, but there's a, a plethora of different types of uh, parts and pieces and all sorts of stuff that you can put into a, into a PC um, and that you can swap out at any given time, that kind of stuff. With Lots Mac, more hardware choices. Lots more hardware yes. choices. With a Mac, you really kind of only have this one set of hardware that Apple makes and manu- or Apple manufactures... And you can't really swap out too much other than, like, the RAM and the hard drive. I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. And they are quite pricey in comparison. And right. if you want to do thing. the video card, you usually have to get a specially made mm-hmm. Mac video card right. that right. usually costs more, like most things. Which you yeah. really can't even do on an iMac or a laptop. Right. right. No, but exactly. only the Mac Pro, and, but if the Mac Pro goes away... Yeah, uh, so the Hackintosh is when people take uh, and make a machine, kind of like as if they would make a homebrew PC, um, but they make it 
and, and put Mac on it. You know, and it's it's yeah. it's a it's a process. Yeah, it's and, it is mm-hmm. a and make a, no mistake. It's and a, a license violation and a well, huge actually <laughs> actually technically not anymore on the current operating system really? with um, Lion. Actually, they changed their end user license agreement, and you might have seen it in the news with um, VMware Fusion mm-hmm. because they actually enabled the most recent update to be able to run Lion, and then they accidentally sent out an update that allowed it to virtualize earlier versions of OS X, and then they pulled it back out quick because <laughs> that was a violation of the end user license oh. agreement. Rut row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, oh, oh no, and so they didn't want Apple mad at them. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I should mention, we, we do have something uh, new going on with the classroom. Uh, mm-hmm. For people who have used our classroom in the past, it's very static. It's very much it's this uh, square corner shape that looks at a projector. But uh-huh. the classroom space now is we're actually going to have all the desks in there on wheels that will be able to be locked down. All the network and ports. attached to a gas-powered engine. <laughs> it will be very <laughs> dynamic. Actually, I prefer <laughs> steampunk. We're going to oh, do steam. Go. Yeah. Steam. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so uh, basically, we're we're hoping that we get instructors that really take advantage of configuring the space the the way they need it to look for their workshops um, and not just using it in a traditional "I'm the lecturer, you receive my message" kind of way. So we're hoping to get more of those um, like digital storytelling classes where you say, "We don't need the computers right now. You just." You know, unlock the wheels, push them to the side, mm-hmm. and then you sit in the middle and have a story circle. And then when you need it, you pull the technology to you. So it's we're hoping that it's a uh, uh, will be more configurable and modularized for our clients. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, that is really cool. That's going to be really neat. Yeah, especially for all the collaboration and research that goes on on campus. Yeah. So oh, I, I here's, here's I, you said that you had you know twenty gigabytes of of RAM in your in your average machine. Let's talk about hard drive space because I mean I I've got my I've got my little iPhone 4S here right I'm holding it up and this little puppy takes 1080p video and I got the 64 gigabyte version so it takes a lot at 1080p video and I love it it the video I'm looks you like talking about your new iPhone <laughs> <laughs> I love it I, you know only for the it's just for the video like the the, the camera yeah, I'm yeah. kind of like so so. It's like it's all right. It's yeah, not. But it's 1080p not terrible. on a portable device. But come on. holy cow! Yeah. But now that you have these type of devices, and I'm sure you know Android's not too far away, if in, unless they already do it. I'm not even Some sure. Some cameras do. Uh, I don't think the Galaxy Nexus coming up is going. Oh no! Yeah, it has yeah. 1080p. Yeah. But I mean that that's the way that things are going. You know, 1080p yeah. is is going to be the new standard. But that is a lot of space real quick. I mean, compared to standard definition video, mm-hmm. yep. it gets big. Most so, definitely. So, so what kind of hard what kind of hard drives you running? Well, I, I don't know if you remember the, the <laughs> what macros. What kind of specs you running? They can Let me see under uh, the trunk. <laughs> I, I, I wish we could be running all solid state, but for the things sure. you're talking about, there's just not enough room on your average solid state drive that's affordable, right? Mm-hmm. So like a 512 gig solid state drive from Apple is about $1,024. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I, I buy one on the weekend, you know, it's drop yeah, in the sh- bank, right? It's disposable. Whatever. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it does really increase the speed on the computer, but there's the storage issues. So currently we have a terabyte of uh, local disk storage for each partition. So for the OS 10 partition and for the Windows partition. Mm-hmm. And then we have a server RAID, uh, an OS 10 server with a RAID inside of the DMC. And I think we're running that at, oh, I think we're up to 12 terabytes. 12 terabytes. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Oh, yeah. Which is... So, like you said, um, the 1080p video, like yeah. um, Teresa's used our uh, Panasonic video cameras a lot, or she has in the past. Yes. And that shoots in 1080p. Oh, my gosh. Like, the 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 server, it even gets filled up. 
Yeah. Like just last week, we got to the point where we only had 500 gigs left and the server was freaking out. And that's from 12 terabytes. So it's always an issue. And sometimes we need to offset it by uh, checking out hard drives to our clients. That's part of the equipment for loan pool um, if they have huge projects, Mm -hmm. which some of you work on. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's a major issue. Yeah. And it's actually, to be honest, it's where there's still that fight between tape-based video cameras and uh, oh. um, tape lists, both of which you can get at the DMC. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I now that everything is, now that all the editing and all that sort of stuff is all digital, and I mean, okay, I, I'll, I'll do a little street cred here. Back when I was like, Oh, geez. I must have been like... Wait, is this the back in your day portion? Back in my oh, day. Oh, no. <laughs> we were talking about this so, But I mean, earlier. you know, okay, back in my day when I, I must have been like 11 or 12 or something. I got into kind of like, oh, video cameras and video editing and that kind of stuff. And I got mm-hmm. I got access to my you know public access TV. I took the classes Uh-oh. and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> you know, and, and so, and I, I was, you know, using the tape decks for editing and that kind of stuff yeah. and like cutting, you know, doing all that sort of stuff. But okay. now... It couldn't be any easier. I mean, really, with all it's the true. digital media that you've got, you just put in, you, you import a file, you know, hit click where you want to cut it, move it around. It's, it's so much simpler than back in the day. Um, I, I just couldn't even see myself doing tape anymore. I, I actually can't see myself doing tape anymore either. No. But when you start to think about the logistics of archival and um, basically keeping stuff around, you're swapping out your tapes for hard drives. And yeah. all of a sudden you have tons and tons of hard drives with all the source footage, which mm-hmm. I, I know you were probably in the transition from tape to digital, or did you do mostly digital, Teresa? Yeah, it's mostly digital. I mean, I haven't used a tape-based camera in a long time. Yeah. I just, yeah. because, you know, the time that you lose having to move your footage from tape to right. the computer yeah, and then you know you drop frames and then the tape gets chewed up and all these problems so then, i've gone completely yeah, the, digital <coughs> yeah i and then all of a sudden the the physical tape itself starts to degrade over right. time yes. how long well here's a good maybe you know this how long do like uh, we were talking earlier with vh <laughs> vhs tapes how long are those supposed to last until they get you know, because there's only so long till the ravages of time eat them away, or, well, or moths, or whatever it seems eats like, tapes. I don't know. From what we see in our um, here, got to do a plug. What we see in our free digitization service for hey. university-related purposes. Everybody, come to the free digitization <laughs> per- for d- d- do it. Yeah, there you go. Do <laughs> come, it. do it. Come and come and yep. utilize. Basically, we have a service where our clients drop off analog media like VHS tapes and eight millimeter film and uh, things like that, and then we eight create tracks. A di- yeah. <laughs> oh, we, we don't have an eight track player. Oh, there Aww. is a gap in the technology. <laughs> when anyway. I was a kid, I had Bob Seger on eight track. Oh, okay. dude, Bob Seger oh. rules. Yes, he does. My favorite singer. If I had to, ma- if I had to name my favorite singer, Bob Seger, definitely. Anyway, sorry, continue. Sorry. You know, it, it's all dependent upon how the items are stored. And so, like one digitization we had. That thing must have been stored in the most musty, like humid basement ever. And mm-hmm. so the tapes were just ravaged. And mm-hmm. then they were about mm, 10, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. But then if there's other ones that are good in a stored in a, a good dry environment and they paid attention to high. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'll then last a long time. Those were fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I've, I've heard, and I don't know if, I don't know how true this is, but I've heard that um, CDRs, uh, are only supposed to last 30 years. Yeah, apparently. it's the ink, mm-hmm. the dye on there that they use. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I was wondering if that's kind of the same way. And yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, they don't last forever. They don't, no. Yep. No. But, you know, no storage solution really lasts forever. If you've got, even if you do hard drives, your hard drives could die. You oh, could, yeah. you know. Yeah. The key is to continually, well, one, always have backups. Mm-hmm. So always have a copy of your data. But two, to then continually keep upgrading it. Don't. 
Don't get stuck where, you know, you do have those old tapes mm-hmm. where you didn't move your, you know, your footage off of there. And now, you know, if you if the DMC is not an option for you, you have to pay hundreds, thousands of dollars to get your yep. stuff digitized. Right. And to be honest, even for us, it's getting harder and harder to figure out how to get these formats out of these old formats. Right, like, because mm-hmm. you've got to have an old device to read it. I had someone in the tech store a few weeks ago that had a ton of research on old 1.44 megabyte floppy disks. Ooh. And uh, it, it's an arduous process of backing oh, yeah. all of that mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And then So, yeah, if your department has old research files, contact the DMC if they can't help you. They'll help you figure out someone who can help you. And how do you contact the DMC? Ooh, you go to question. dmc.wisc.edu or you give us a call at 608-265-4817 or you can shoot us an email at dmc at doit.wisc.edu. And uh, I can say personally as someone who's used their services, and Teresa, you can probably chime in on this, these DMC guys, they know what they're doing. They're they great. Are, they're, they're very nice. competent and awesome people. Yes. Yeah. Thank and you. and uh, and you could you, you can you know if you're doing uh, university stuff and you need video cameras or mm-hmm. you need help editing, man, that's you know these guys are great. Aw, totally. They've got. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have we only have a couple minutes left, but I wanted yeah. to touch on something real quick with Josh. Yeah, what's here. up? You were saying. Final Cut Pro X versus Final Cut Pro. Oh, oh, oh no, we don't have time for that. Are we going to be here for another four hours? <laughs> uh, that's a big no, Because well, here's what I saw. I saw this in the news. Um, apparently, there is a uh, they they found uh, like an insider blog that got released after oh, some guy got this. fired or something like that. That they had Final Cut Pro. What was it? Eight. Eight. Completely done. Completely finished. Uh-huh. And somebody's like, "No, this is no, rev- no, 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 is- no, 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 no." There was a correction on that. That they were working on that. In okay, I'll, I make sure I don't want to get this mixed up. But they were working on that in Coco, which is really for <laughs> right. I know it's one of their. So I think Conan O'Brien was working on it. What was? Ah, uh, <laughs> we <laughs> 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 well, it, ha- it has to do with with how they set up the program, and then they they switched formats yeah. w- across Mac OS. I see. And so they switched to Carbon. I think that's yeah. the direction. Coco to Carbon, and they were working on Final Cut Pro Eight in Coco. And then they decided to go carbon, and it was at that point they had to decide, all right, are we going to redo all the work we just did, or are we going to start over? And they decided to give it another hard look and start over. So it wasn't done. All right. They had a crossroads, and they decided to go another direction. Well, all right. Just to sum it up really quick, it's a comfort level thing. It's what you're used to, and that's why there was so much outcry against it, because people weren't used to it. And uh, looks like our hour is just about up here. But before we go, we got a bunch of people to thank. Uh, special thanks go out to our management team at the Division of Information Technology. Perry Brunelli, Ryan Hansen, Edward Hoover, Brian Kishner, Ty Leto, Neil Mack, Mark Nessel, Brian Russ, and Bill Zimmerman. The Director of User Services is Kathy O'Brien. Duet's Chief Operating Officer is John Krogman. And our CIO and Vice Provost for Information Technology is Bruce Moss. Today's broadcast was produced by Ty Christian, Sandy Cyberlick, and Adam Wiesenfarth. Our associate producers are Laura Grady, Teresa Saldana, and Nathan Cohen, with assistance from Dan Collins, Matthew Siriani, and the Nates, Harrison Weber, and Zastro. Our on-air producer and director of e-communications is Matt Rockwell, and our theme music is from Conan. The executive producer of Do It Live is Jesse LeGrew. Join us next week where we will talk tech again for another hour, and we'll see you then.
make it do it makes us Stronger. 